Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Totally Indian Football Show with me, your host Sujoo. And today I am joined by the General Secretary of Karnataka State Football Association, Mr. Satyanarayan. And uh, we've all been known how football in Bangalore has been so vibrant, and especially the state as well, with the recent success in Santosh Trophy and at the club and local level as well. So we are here uh, joined by the man himself, who has done a lot of changes and also a lot of groundwork. Satya sir, thank you so much for taking time and joining on my show. Thank you, Sujoo. Thank you for having me on your show. Yes, and you've been—you have a background of a journalist. You've been a journalist for over decades, having experience working in the Gulf as well as in India. So, when you had to take this role up back in 2019, how did this role come up, and what pushed you to take this up? Actually, uh, you know, me getting into. journalism also was because of football indirectly uh, because i had uh, at that time done my masters in political science and uh, there's an ad in times of india that they want to join this for times that time times was just starting this was in 87 so i just applied for the job and then they asked me to write about any match so i wrote a 2-2 draw between hl and ita because i used to follow you know i used to go to the stadium to watch the games so that's how i got into journalism i still remember the first day i went to office uh, mr arvindam he was my boss he is no more now he asked me to go cover a match i hockey it was i came back and i started writing the report he said no you have to type so i didn't know how to type i started to you know with a finger you know typing and so that's how i got into journalism i worked with times then i went to deccan herald i had a short stint there came back to times then within 5 years i i went to abu dhabi I worked for Emirates News there as a sub-editor reporter initially. Then I joined Gulf News, and in 2013, that is after over 20 years, when I came back, I was the deputy editor of the Abu Dhabi edition of the paper. Did a lot of sport there, which was good. And uh, since I was always passionate about football, every time I used to come on leave, you know, in my Pillana Garden, there's a ground which is very close to my mum's house. So every time I used to come back, we used to organize an event. Uh, so i continued to stay in touch with football and uh, then when i came back we you know i had a club also which was in the c division so then we just uh, got involved with the state and then there was a group of people who were here for about 25 30 years so we sort of had a small you can call it like a movement then we mr harris was the acting president and in 2019 we had elections so i was the unanimous choice for the general secretary so then whatever experience we had watching games at the highest level traveling around the world all that and uh, uh, you mentioned something that the man behind all the success actually we've got a team here we have lots of people who help us so you know that makes our job easier and uh, yeah initially we just started doing what an association is supposed to do and then from there we just start started building on and uh, you know football is 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 very very vibrant in in many parts of the city and in the districts so uh, it that made our job easier and uh, luckily for us uh, the santosh trophy came after 55 years so that sort of uh, you know i mean you can't expect a better reward than that and uh, women's football also is very strong but uh, what gives us a lot of hope for the future is our youth leagues because we've got i think one of the best youth leagues in the country because we've got competitions in the under 9 under 11 under 13 under 15 under 18 and now we started the under 21 also 
so that's it and uh, you know i've uh, most of the time i'm here it's it's a honorary job i enjoy doing what i do and uh, to see a lot of uh, change positive change that actually keeps me going so now this august is our next elections so let us see what happens over there but the last four years has has really been good personally for me and for the people around me and our team and uh, yeah i think we've sort of uh, come a long way in the last 4 uh, 5 years right i think you very well summed up the entire tenuity of yours you know how for the for the time that you've been there and what has happened but asking you to probably now let's break down a few more things over there uh, because a lot as you also mentioned there's a, there's definitely a team but always needed somebody to lead that team right because on twitter like i always keep saying in every episode there's a vibrant indian football community growing and whether it's good or bad it's always out there in the open for all of us to see so i think something that even from me Uh, myself following it there was this huge backlash at karnataka state football association saying that you know these guys are not doing anything uh, what is happening there there's nothing happening bangalore is struggling they're suffering and then even when the good things started to flow even that was acknowledged so stepping into a shoe where you know where you said you took this up yes you were passionate you were around the sport you knew you were involved uh, at the ground level but you were heading into a role where a lot of things had to be changed for the good not much was being done before or it was not done enough so what were your initial challenges you mentioned you have a team there that's taking the vibrancy you know ahead so to start from there how did you go about forming this team and what were your initial conversations among the team members to you know uh, where it all began the good side of the journey began See, uh, one of the first reasons is, you know, our president, who is Mr. N.A. Harris, who also happens to be the MLA. Now, he, he became the president along with me. He was acting president. So the first thing we did is we brought in the rule of uh, 70 years cap. So with that, a lot of gentlemen, of course, they've all contributed in the past. They've done whatever they could do during their tenure. So all the people who are over 70, we had quite a lot of people who are 80, 85, etc., so all of them gave way to a new set of people that's number 1 number 2 you know uh, mr harris gave uh, rather me a free hand to do a lot of things and uh, one of the biggest challenges at that time was to try and change the mentality of administrators you know actually this is a problem not only in our state i think in most of the states in in the country you know uh, because we've got in many district associations and also in the state associations not only in our sport in most sport you have a lot of people who are just sitting there you know just because uh, they're enjoying their position or you know in districts they just want to feel nice saying you know i'm the the, the chairman of the district association etc etc but uh, you know the, for them to keep changing you know and to change them has been one of our biggest challenges even to this day we are still struggling with some of the district associations because they don't understand that you know first of all it's a honorary role and uh, only if they are willing to put in some work you know the 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 game will progress whichever game it is so that has been our first challenges and then we had uh, we've got a handful of staff here so we also had to change their uh, uh, mentality and uh, when we came in you know only the leagues the normal leagues which is the super a b with about 10 12 teams was happening so from about say 100 150 200 games a year 
now we are doing about a thousand plus games every year every season so you know it's it's been huge in fact uh, our referees have not been able to keep in line with our progress so we are always having shortage of referees so that is something which we are also trying to work on to get a new referees you know uh, the salaries are not too high for the referees again it comes back to the finances everyone thinks you know that people sitting in in most of these football associations you know there is money but uh, to be very frank with you karnataka state football association doesn't get a single penny from the government nor does it get a single penny from the all india football federation but i think we are blessed because we've got a stadium you know yes about the status of the stadium i'll come to that later but because we've got our own ground you know we managed year before last to put a new turf which was which cost about 1.7 crores but we ensured that the turf was from a fifa approved factory which was in italy and the turf the product was also fifa approved and after we laid the turf we got fifa to send their agents and do that bounce test so you know we got one of the best turfs of course it's an astro turf now that's another problem you know which uh, football administrators around the country have the world cup and international football they always prefer to play on natural turf but for you know associations like us we prefer an astro turf because the maintenance is not high if you have a natural turf maximum a week you can play five or six games but today on on, on our astro turf we play a football 18 hours a day so it helps and then uh, so this is this is one of the as far as infrastructure is concerned so once we got the turf done then we opened up you know for a long time new clubs were not admitted not only in bangalore but also in other districts so we opened that up we said anyone who wants to start a club please come the reason why new clubs were not allowed is because some of the old clubs did not want to share their voting rights with new clubs so we, what we did is we said we will uh, welcome new clubs but for 5 years they have to run their club every year play in the league and then they'll get voting right so you won't believe it during the covid time 100 new clubs joined us in bangalore itself so we have started a new north and a south district in bangalore apart from the main bdfa so we've got about 100 120 new clubs which have started playing which means 100 into even if you take 20 players you know is that many new players who are now started playing football so yeah coming to the challenges yes one of the main one was you know finance because earlier uh, the jsw were renting out our one part of the stadium we used to get about 5 lakhs a month that stopped then we used to get some revenue because of the hoardings you know around the stadium because our stadium is located in one of the most uh, you know prime locations in bangalore uh, we used to get rather the earlier uh, group which was running used to get about 3 lakhs but now after there's a ban on uh, these hoardings in bangalore so straight away the 8 lakhs less for us but somehow we are managing to rent out our grounds and off pickers we put some flood lights of course the flood lights is not uh, high quality to you know for, to hold matches but it's good enough for our state teams to play for some people to rent some uh, clubs have rented out to train so we are managing to get some uh, money which we are putting it back into development so now like for example on saturdays and sundays we don't even allow our big teams to play you know our super division we keep it only for youth football so you know in that way our our youth program is very very strong 
and one of the results of that is this year in the under 18 kilo in there we finished runners up so that's good you know uh, we've got about uh, yeah good good yeah, I think in Indian football as a whole, the conversation has been putting emphasis on youth football. And uh, as rightly so, yes, Karnataka and Bangalore does pass that test because there's a lot of competitions happening. You keep watch seeing social media platforms, different tournaments. There's always a representation from, from the city and the state. So as you mentioned the challenges of, you know, and you've mentioned of the infra, you gave us the glimpse of the finances how important was it for you to say and share it with the stakeholders, which includes the other clubs, the new clubs as well, to put an emphasis for them as well on youth football, that our kids at that different age groups uh, need to play football? And how was the response like from, you know, from the clubs and different stakeholders in the state? See, about four years back when we started, I think we just had about seven or eight academies. Out of that, five of them were of a good level, which was accredited to the All India Football Federation. Today, we've got 25 clubs and academies playing youth football. So, you know, their league goes on to almost about four months. I think each each club plays about uh, 15 games, which is good. See, that is one of the challenges which I personally uh, face is to give more game time, both for our senior clubs as well as to the juniors. You know, around the world, I think the top football countries, even kids play about 50 matches a year, which is uh, almost every week they play one week, they play a competitive game. For us, normally football ends with about 10 to 15 games in one season, that is for the whole year. So that is something which we are trying to change. So we are looking at more football facilities. In that way, Bangalore, we are a little lucky because apart from our stadium, we've got the South United ground. We've got a ground in HL, the Sai ground. We started borrowing it now. And uh, we've got lots of small, small pitches around the city. And you'll be surprised that each one of these small, there could be a, a five-a-side or a seven-a-side. They're busy till night, one o'clock. People pay and play. So that is how popular the game is, you know, not only in, in our city, in quite a few cities in the country. So, you know, it is popular. But, you know, uh, of course, at the national level, we, we need to improve. Uh, you know, and we've got a new AFF committee which came in, in in September and my president is also the vice president of the All India Football Federation. And coming to this grassroots, day after tomorrow, there's an executive committee of the All India Football Federation and they're going to unveil two new policies. One is the country's youth grassroots and youth football is one thing which they're going to unveil. And the second one is FIFA's Football for Schools program. Yesterday, they just had a meeting. I'm also uh, the vice chairman of the uh, grassroots committee of AFF. So we had a meeting. So that is going to be rolled out very soon where uh, FIFA is giving us about, you know, lakhs and lakhs of balls. So we have to, in association with some government schools and other schools, the ministry is also getting involved. So that could be an exciting uh, project where uh, kids in, in many places where football is not yet you know, uh, gone there, we could get them to start playing football. So, yeah, that's for the grassroots. Actually, that, that is breaking news for you. Yeah, that's breaking news for you because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think, thank you for sharing those aspects. Uh, though this episode probably uh, would drop next week. Uh, I mean, we're recording this on the 12th of April, just for our listeners. But still, it is fresh out here. You heard from the man himself. 
coming to a point which you made in your opening statement uh, was the fact and emphasis of how good not just the men's football is but also emphasis on the women's football now when we also look at you know the state leagues or the local leagues and recently they concluded the first phase of uh, the senior national uh, championship for the women bangalore also tops in that aspect as well and uh, you were also one of the host for one of the groups that played and manipur if i'm not wrong topped in that group but coming to a level at the you know at the local level at at the state level Uh, how important for you is also to put an emphasis on women's football and you know give give opportunities because i know some of them personally who are from different states but have now shifted their base to bangalore because they like there is game time and i can play with good clubs uh, and there are also clubs that are only looking at women's football you know uh, so how have you you know how has the response from you and from those stakeholders and how is this partnership of wanting to you know also grow women's football as we grow the men's as well actually this is the something which is very interesting and also very close to my heart uh, in 2018 uh, 19 we wanted to have selections for uh, to send the state team and then there were some of the seniors who were involved in women's football they said that there were three four clubs in bangalore so then my president that time i was not at the general secretary i was just a governing board member for a year so he said okay why don't you organize the selections so we just put out an ad in the paper saying if any clubs want to take part please come and take part because this event will be a uh, the selection trials for the state team and when we were told there were just four or five teams you will not believe it 18 clubs and institutions said they wanted to play and then suddenly our eyes opened and then we realized there's so many girls who are here who are willing to play of course various they were at various skill levels from there started our football journey from what was supposed to be four today in in bangalore we've got three divisions of women's football we have the super division we've got a division and then we've got a b division which we play nine side where most of the beginners start there and you know we relax the rules over there so we've got about uh, 25 clubs in bangalore playing football and in other parts like in belgaum in mangalore in kodugu in a place called halial uh, you know in uttar karnataka district women's football has started and uh, in fact i was myself surprised that when aff asked us to do the our leg of the south of the nationals that is group 6 the last time women's football was played in bangalore national championship for someone in 83 or 84 so almost after 40 years we were organizing a national women's championship in bangalore and uh, for the first time in 20 years our team has now qualified to go to the second round and uh, uh, what is very encouraging for us is some of those girls like maitri who scored about 7 8 goals uh, you know she's just about 15 and a half so most of our promising girls are in that age band of 14 to 17 so i think in another couple of years we'll have a very very strong women's team this year itself they surprised us by winning three of the matches yes all 22 players are not from karnataka because according to the rules all girls who play in our league are eligible for selection and many of the girls who come from other states to play in bangalore they all want to play for karnataka state you know so so this is something which uh, is very very encouraging for us and we've got a few former ex players like chitra gangadharan padmapriya and all they've all uh, they've been sai sai coaches we also have mary victoria who runs her own academy 
So women's football is is really getting very strong. And uh, two years back, we also organized the Indian Women's League in Bangalore, and uh, all of them were very very happy to play in Bangalore. So actually, Karnataka and Bangalore is slowly getting a name as the center for women's football. So that is something which we want to nurse and you know uh, grow it in the future. And with some of these young girls playing so well, and actually here I have to give full credit to the parents. Because some of those kids' parents come from Electronic City, from uh, you know Belindur, etc. They come every day, watch their girls train, and then they take them home. So women's football and the youth football, these two, I think, are going to be our strongest uh, bets for the future. And this again is because we get a lot of support from from the parents, from the clubs, and uh, you know, and uh, even our youth football, you know, we do the TWT three tests. For our under 13, under 15, that is their bone test. It costs about 1,500 rupees per player, but once they do it, it, that's all. You know, for about three, four years, that is valid. So all the clubs cooperate, and our league is really very interesting. You know, if you come here on a Saturday and Sunday, and you see those under nine boys play, the way they celebrate after scoring goal, their skill levels. You know, I I actually sometimes I just keep wondering, like after three, four years the amount of good players who are going to come out from our uh, the ranks of Bangalore football, I think it augurs well for state football. Yes, and I think uh, that also probably drives point that you made in one of your earlier interviews, I think back in 2020, where you mentioned that your goal is to have more players from the state playing at a higher level, whether it's IWL, uh, you know, ISL and I-League. So I think uh, you are... Uh, and you and your team are definitely paying the paving the path over there. Now, coming to two interesting points before we conclude, and you know, a couple of minutes to spend here. One, which you already mentioned in your opening statement of the Santos Trophy victory, that you know, kind of uh, was was on for fifty four, fifty five years, and that drought is now ended. And this team, I think, since day one in the competition, was attracting all the eyeballs for all the right reasons. So. Before the tournament started, I'm sure if or if if you did you have an interaction with the team before they could begin their competition and you know and then we know uh, certain playoffs and towards the end the final was played outside India. But how was the mood in the camp like? And if you had an interaction with the team, the coach, what was it like to talk to them? And you know how were they all pumped up before the tournament kick started? Two things here. Personally, I was very very confident about this team. For the simple reason that for the last four years, we've been making the semifinals. But everything went unnoticed, you know, because they only noticed the winners. That's number one. Number two, this year, our BD, the BDFA League, the Super Division League, went for about four months and it was the biggest league in the country because 19 teams were involved. So our players were coming out of a very strong league. They were physically very fit. And this year, even the way the coaches were selected, we made the coaches to apply for a job to be the state coach. And from that, we made them do a presentation. That's how we selected both Ravi Babu and Kenneth, both former players. And Mr. Sarvana was the manager. But yes, we we believed that this team would go far. But of course, you know, having stumbled in the semifinals in the last three years, four years, uh, you know, that little bit of doubt was there. But the way they played, especially in Saudi Arabia and earlier, both in, in Delhi, it, it, it was fantastic. You know, the the... The fighting spirit, you know, the average age of this team is just about 23. So that also gives us hope that we could be dominating for a couple of years. 
already two of the players from B, yeah, from BFC have been called them to the ISL team. Some of them have started getting offers in various uh, organizations. So yes, uh, yeah, we were, yeah, I mean, winning it we, because just today, this afternoon, I was in the hockey club. I'd gone there to have a bite, and there was an ex-hockey player who came and told me, you know, in '68, '69, when Karnataka won, I was there. I watched that match, and you know, he was congratulating us for winning it. So you know, 54 years is a long time. But, uh, yeah, we are not that bad that we didn't win it for 54 years. In between, we did have some very good teams which went up to the semis. Once last we entered the final was in 73. But it's good, you know, what is happening in Karnataka football and winning the Santos Trophy, our girls entering the second round of the national championship, our boys finishing runners-up in the under-18. I mean, these are, uh, you know, uh, three milestone events which on which we can build further life. Yeah, and, and winning it, it was amazing. I couldn't go there because at that time we had the Stafford Cup semi-finals. But we enjoyed every bit of it. And even now, you know, we are still on cloud nine because uh, that, that achievement was huge. Yeah. Yeah, I think my final point or rather talking point, concluding point would have be, is about the Stafford Cup. And you mentioned that over here because, uh, again, we know certain states did have uh, cup tournaments, which was very close to particular to that state, the local tournaments that every club look forward to. I'm from Bombay and I'm sure, you know, people must be talking about the tournaments that happened here, uh, which no more run. But to bring back an age-old tournament like a Stafford Cup, was that also something under your plan where, you know, uh, revive certain historical tournaments that have certain significance but was, wasn't continued? So pick that up and, you know, give the clubs a chance to, you know, be the local heroes. So what went down in bringing reviving this cup and will Bangalore football continue to see this tournament year, year after year? Two things, you know, one is I've also grown up watching the Stafford Cup, you know, both played at the Cricket Stadium and at the RSA Stadium and Continuous Stadium. Second is we had a little bit of excess income this year. So instead of paying taxes, etc., you know, we discussed with the president. He said, OK, let's do an event. And the only event which we could do was the Stafford Cup. And, uh, you know, in AFF said that we have to revive some old tournaments. So it was also part of AFF's plan. So the minute we, we found a gap of about 10 days, you know, between the I-League second division and the Santos Trophy, we immediately went for it. It really turned out to be quite successful because we got about eight, nine teams from outside the state to come and play. So what we are looking at is, and this is something which, uh, you know, the AFF president was in Bangalore for the finals. So we want some of these tournaments to be revived. And earlier, like I was telling, you know, our clubs, our players don't get enough game time. So if in Bombay we revive the Rovers Cup, in Delhi we revive the DCM uh, Trophy, then we had the Chakola Gold Cup in Kerala, the Seth Nagji Memorial. In uh, Chennai we used to have the Vittal Trophy. Then there's a Bordole Gold Cup, I think, which still have, keeps going on. So even if we have about five, six of such events are revived with or without the help of All India Football Federation, then the clubs which are now in the I League and I League Second Division, etc., can start playing because club football is 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 what attracts you know uh, spectators to the to the grounds. We've seen that when BFC played here in Bangalore, or when Kerala Blasters plays there, or in Northeast, you know how people come to the ground. 
So I think uh, AFF is also going in that direction. And even I'm sort of speaking to some of my fellow general secretaries in other states. So maybe next year, you know, we can next season, we can see a few more of these traditional tournaments being revived so that the big teams, you know, let it be kickstart of FC Bangalore United or this year's champion Sporting Club Bangalore. They will all get to keep their players for a longer tenure of 10 months and start playing in this event. In fact, just uh, just before this event, the Kolapur uh, people called me. They're going to have a tournament and they wanted to invite a team from Bangalore. So this augurs well, you know, that because uh, club football today is run by private people. Earlier in Bangalore, club football was run by all the private sectors like HAL, ITI, LRD, CIL, MEG, AAC, etc. But now most of them have stopped their football. Uh, even clubs like Income Tax, AGRC and all that are not concentrating much. So it is the private people now who run clubs. So for these clubs to survive, you know, we need more tournaments so that they can go and play and the players get more chances. So we just hope that the revival of Stafford Cup for us was huge because it's been 30 years and we didn't even know that we thought it just stopped over 10 years back. But then suddenly we realized it's been 30 years. We are very happy we revived it. So, you know, in, in this year has been a milestone year for us. We won the Santos Trophy. We revived the Stafford Cup. We brought uh, senior national women uh, to Bangalore. We qualified for the second round. So with uh, our elections coming up in August for the next term, I think this the success could not have come at a better time. Yeah, and also, I mean, the BFC's success continues as well. Yes, I mean, a, yes, a season yes. that was turned around uh, within within with the new year, and you know, going on to be Amazing. the runners-up. So, so yeah, definitely a lot of good things, and uh, that's exactly why everybody's eyes are on Bangalore and on Karnataka, especially with regards to all sports, but especially with football. Sir, thank you so much, you know, for coming on the show and sharing and giving us an insight and a glimpse. I just need a word. Sure. I just have to thank the support we get from the AFF, the coaches uh, department, because we had about 20-30 coaching courses in Bangalore. Then we've got a lot of volunteers here who really help us, you know. I've got a lot of people who come without expecting anything, who want to be part of this uh, huge movement forward. Then we have companies like Sports Paddock, uh, Sports KPI. Then even the grounds like HL, you know, South United, they give us their grounds. The HL ground uh, by Chimbutia Football Club, they give us their grounds. And SAI is giving us their grounds. So, you know, it is yeah, like, you know, sometimes, you know, people think there's just one man driving it. But, you know, the support, BFC, you know, they're huge. They have a lot of youth tournaments. They do it on our behalf. Then they support us, FCBU. So, you know, it's kickstart, you know, when the team came from, uh, after winning, they gave us their bus, etc. So all this, the support which you get, and our own staff, you know, my own deputy secretaries, our vice president, of course, my president is always there. And, you know, one good thing what he does is he does not allow anyone to influence us when selecting the team. Though he himself gets a lot of pressure from his ex-ministers, from the CM, sometimes our ex-PM's office also calls. But that is one thing in the last three to four years. We absolutely don't, get anyone to influence in the selection of a team. So, you know, it's it's also thanks to this huge team which works, the coaches, the volunteers, my old staff, our ground staff. So it's 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 one huge teamwork, uh, CJ. 
yeah yeah and i think you know even in my closing thoughts i was uh, just about to mention about a point where because that's something even now that you even mentioned specified each of them and the contribution by everyone involved but i think that's something i took away from the time uh, you started talking about it because uh, it's definitely not a one man show uh, yes probably one person leads but you need an entire it's like a village that it takes a village to grow a child or you know sure a child something similar to that right so i think the whole point of coming together working together definitely benefits the larger prospect of all that we want to achieve for indian football whether it's more game time whether it's you no know, having more clubs so there are more opportunities for men and women but sir thank you so much for taking time off and uh, you know coming on to the show sharing all that you did it was really enlightening and i'm sure for those who are listening to this do take cues you know and and let's probably all work together in the betterment uh, going ahead so thank you once again sir thank you sir just thank you thank you it was a pleasure speaking to you Yeah thank you sir to all the lovely listeners thank you once again for always showering love upon our show uh, continue to do so i hope you enjoyed this episode and you've got more insights of how exactly what goes down in karnataka football but thank you once again and we are available on all the audio platforms uh, do listen to the ones that you prefer to this is a totally indian football show signing off uh, catch you in the next episode thank you